Hello, I'm Rob Beckett. And I'm Josh Whittacombe. Welcome to Parents in Hell, the show in which Josh and I discuss what it's really like to be a parent, which I would say can be a little tricky. So, to make ourselves, and hopefully you, feel better about the trials and tribulations of modern day parenting, each week we'll be chatting to a famous parent about how they're coping. Or hopefully how they're not coping. And we'll also be hearing from you, the listener, with your tips, advice, and of course, tales of parenting woe. Because let's be honest, there are plenty of times when none of us know what we're doing. Hello, you're listening to Parent in Hell with... Arthur, can you say Rob Beckett? Rob Beckett. Arthur, can you say Josh Widdicombe? Josh Widdicombe. Good boy. There we go. Lovely stuff. Morning, Rob and Josh. This is my nearly four-year-old son, Arthur, just before he goes to sleep. Born just before lockdown, where staying home, your podcast has given me so many laughs. Miss playing spot Rob Beckett on, on the way to the grandparents in Bickley. Now he's a country squire. He's a yeah. country guy, but Got I had it squire. Hood, mate. Keep up the good work, lads. Neil Harrison from Croydon, now living in Swanley. Is that a place you know, Rob? Swanley, big up Swanley. Used to go to the Asda there. My mum used to leave me in the Asda creche, which looking back on, I don't think I'd left it leave my kids in. <sighs> However, I loved it. It had a mega drive under this big oh, bunker wow. thing, Swanley. And Swanley Market does uh, old magazines that like, it used to be like three for a fiver. You know, like GQ magazine or Total oh, Film, yeah. all the PlayStation, official PlayStation oh, ones, yes, but like three months old, which didn't really matter. Like, that was like, a computer game's a computer game. It's not like, yeah, yeah. like the Financial Times. No, exactly. Like you need it on the day. He says, up, up the Kent Massive. There you go. I used to get beat at loads when I used to live in Bickley. Did you? My house was on a main road, but now I'm a bit in the country. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Beckett! Teeth! Ah! All the builders driving through. Oh, where's your rubbish? Do you get less acknowledgement in the countryside? Because there's less people, but like, obviously there's less people, but per person, are you still getting acknowledgement, or do people in the countryside care less about you? Well, I'm in a car and there's no, not many pedestrians, right, yeah. obviously, because it's in lanes. And um, what's quite good is because it's sort of, I go into the pub and I sort of know a few of the local people. And it's, yeah. so it's like, you're right, it's sort of quite bored of me quite quick. Where, where I used to live was a cut through for about a million people and loads of school run people. Oh, Especially yeah. when I used to drag the little trolley to school, lose little trolley bag. And they're like, it's a bag. Trolley bag. <laughs> Those were the days. Where, where, well, where is the trolley the now? These people used to scream at me, where's your chicken? Yeah, nice. I had a cab driver go to me once. I heard that you weren't even fucking drunk for that chicken video after you heard you made it all up. Fucking hell. And I went, well, I, went, I don't know what you want me to say. So you <laughs> was it? Yeah, I, I was pissed on Instagram. Well, how do I know? I went, well, you don't, and I don't no. care. <laughs> I couldn't care less. <laughs> I had a shop once, so I went to be a, are you Rob Beckett off the telly? I went, uh, yeah, yeah. And he went, no, you're not. I went, all right then. He went, prove it. <laughs> I went, no. He went, show me your, show me your ID. I went, no. He went, well, you're not then. I went, if you think I am, I think, I think I'm not. I don't care. I told you I am. If you want to ignore, if you want to think I'm lying, then that's up to you, isn't it? Yeah, fucking bullshit. And then when I used to get pissed, sometimes I'd be rude to people in pubs. Yeah. Someone but... would come up to me and go, my friends, it's normally 
a, it would normally be a pissed yeah. middle-aged woman go, my friends yeah. you're think that you're famous, but I don't yeah. even know who you are. And yeah, I went, I, I don't know the fuck you are either, so why don't you fuck off? I've said that a few times. How did it go and down? Romish and Romish just hates it when I do that. <laughs> I regret it, but some people do need some people in this world, Josh, need a good old fuck off. When was the last time you properly told someone to fuck off? I love I it. I would say the worst thing about not drinking is drunk people coming up to you mm. and suddenly you realise the fucking liberties they take during photos, drunk people. Yeah, like, handsy, pro- very handsy. Yeah, really handsy. And you're like, I, I want to go, you disgust me. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't. And they'll go, I don't think, you know, my friend finds you funny, but I don't find you funny. And you're like, I'm literally stood here having a photo with you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was doing an awards do the other day. This woman come up to me and and like she was giving out one of the awards. She went, can I have a kiss? I'm like on the stage waiting for the award winner to come up. She went, can I have a kiss? And I went, nope. <laughs> <laughs> but a few years ago, I'd have gone, all right, and just let her yeah, have yeah. a kiss. And it'd been horrible. And I was like, oh, no, I don't like it if Lou went to work and just like kissing blokes at asked. Not again. Can I have a kiss? And I went, oh, let's do an air kiss. Actually, I went, nope. I went, but we can do an air kiss and did a, like, try to do a little funny act. Yeah. But if people say that, to, the one I do, the couple of jokes I've got, when I do awards or do any gig, really, someone, they shout out, where's Josh or where's Ramesh? And I go, you don't get them, me and them for this price on a Thursday yeah, night. Yeah, that's it's nice. A good that's nice. And the other one, when they go, I don't like you, but my wife loves you. Can you have a photo? I go, well, I was around her house last night. So, oh, lovely bit of business. I gave them all a photo then. Bit of yes. fun, bit, bit alpha, bit like laddie. Yeah. But you've got to do what you've got to do in those situations. And if you do that in front of a group of lads, they all piss themselves laughing. So that's a good way out of yeah of doing of that if they're annoying you. What about if they say my mum? My mum loves you. Yeah, it, it, it all depends. You got you got to judge my the da- energy of the my, moment. My, my daughter loves you. Yeah, no, again, again, <laughs> probably not. I'm not going to go, does she? Well, I was fucking her. <laughs> but it's norm- It's not just, I'm not, I'm not saying if anyone is in a positive way says, my wife loves you. But when they go, yeah, oh, yeah. I don't really like you, but yeah, my wife yeah, does, yeah, yeah. then I think, right, here we go. Yeah. Let's do this. Because, yeah. you know, I'll, I'll, I'm happy to rip you apart. If yeah. I'm in a good mental space, I'll say nothing and let it flow through me. But you know what? Sometimes I'm not in a good mental space and I need to belittle someone to make me feel good, okay? And you're <laughs> up next because you started it and I'm going to fucking finish it, you mug. But apart from that, I'm a pretty chilled out guy, so feel free to yeah, come yeah. and say hello. <laughs> so anyway, so um, you got you got more content. Um, right. Oh, yes. We've got more stuff to talk about. We didn't finish from last week. Okay. Do you want me to do mine and then we'll, we'll talk about you, we'll yeah. talk about you and your I kids got? for ages? I've, I've done some, yeah. I've done some stuff. No, I've been around, boy. kids have left me, so we're just filling it with yours. <laughs> Where's Rose how this long, week? How long could we go before people went, what's going on there? <laughs> well, well no, okay, let's ask. We're just talking about at the moment. Where's Rose? Yeah. Cornwall. Cornwall. She's away again, is she? She was away last time we spoke. Yeah, I know. It's worrying, isn't it? When you, I broke up with people in the past, normally it's like you sort of just avoid each other for a bit. We went away together last week, just the two of us. Oh, that's nice. Someone, someone describe it as crisis talks. <laughs> <laughs> Cobra meeting. 
Where's that face of the countryside all the politicians go when they're... The, uh, uh, checkers. 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 Or they have, like, the past... You know, like, at the moment, it's like the pasta plotters. Cause some people oh, yeah, get yeah, really yeah, yeah, yeah. met up in an Italian restaurant. You'd be like, the, where was she up in Scotland, was it? The, the, Glen the, Eagles. The, yeah, Glen and Eagles they could easily crisis. meet at Glen Eagles, yeah. Um, no, you, I know it's oh, all I had, good I had a good breakfast at Glen Eagles, Rob. <laughs> did you? Did you? Rose described it as the best breakfast buffet in Europe. Right. In your Europe, okay. Where, where else worldwide is beating it? Don't know. Maybe worldwide. America's probably got some. It was true, but it's incredible. Fantastic. And then Rose said, "I said I don't, I'm I'm crippled by choice." Yeah, she said, "Just have something you wouldn't normally have." Okay, and I had a bowl of shreddies. <laughs> I absolutely panicked, and I thought I haven't had shreddies in ages. Were they nice? Yeah, lovely. <laughs> but surely there would have been like poached eggs. There would have been like bacon, sausage, pancakes, waffles, yeah, fruit. I kept hunger locked up till lunch, my friend. <laughs> what, what? Why was it so good then? What? What did Rose have? It was just everything, and it was all. There was a, a, a piece of cheese <laughs> with a thing that you turned on it. Yeah. And then it kind of shaved it into a kind oh, of. I love, I love a little yeah. bit of unnecessary exuberance. Yeah, in oh, food. it was so good. It was. We had a wonderful time. Um, so she had some cheese and you had a bowl of shreddies. <laughs> a long story short, yeah. <laughs> um, right. Well, let's, let's you carry on. You carry yeah, on. I'll carry on. Right. What was I up to? Oh yeah. Where so did we... you get to Monday? Monday. So Monday. Well, that was when, actually, that was when you was in Glen Eagles, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was, that's when I got my um, antibiotics for my sinus infection. Oh, yeah. I did a little one of them Zoom. You know them little, like, oh, yeah. phone call GPs? Yeah. She gave me something. Anyway, so Tuesday came, and Tuesday was Roman Day, Josh. Oh, this is what we're talking about now. We went in. This is when me when and Rome put our names down for the morning did you, and afternoon Did you session. say when in Rome at all? Do you know what? I didn't, which is... I can't believe I missed that, but oh. um, I, but I got a bit thrown because I was like, we went, we had to dress in togas and I had like a bed sheet round yeah. me, so I felt a bit vulnerable. Did they have antibiotics in Roman times? <laughs> well, they did this morning. <laughs> Off my nut on penicillin. So, so, did you make a toga out of a? Have you got yeah, a picture? So Lou, oh, I only got a picture of Lou because you don't. Really, I didn't really feel comfortable taking photos of doing selfies in a school. Like some yeah, sort of yeah. pathetic loser Instagrammer, just hanging out <laughs> my toga. Anyway, we just had a bed sheet on. Then Lou bought some gold like rope, so we tied it round. And then what we did so it was the morning. We thought we was doing the morning or afternoon, but the teacher put us in for both sessions. Whoa. I think nine till three thirty. Oh my word! Like an hour's and break. What did you have to do? So the, the morning, what well, it was really good actually. There's like this guy come in that's like a historian guy that basically stays in characters of Roman, and nice. he set up like eight different stalls, and each parent had to be on the stalls. So one was like clay making. I was in charge of mosaic tile making, and then there was like a, a little some sort of Roman game. And the, so I I messed up because I thought I will go on. I'll go to that. The other ones were like painting, making some little metal necklace thing, making a little plastic leather, making a little leather bag or something. All these different stations, and all the kids moved around it and stuff like that. And they also had questions to ask you, and you had to answer it because they were trying to find out who was the secret yeah. spy or something. Was it the whole school? No, it was just the year year group. Yeah. And I was like, oh, with my my, my daughter's in, and I was like, do you know what, what would be good? I'll do the tile mosaic one because that would be the easiest. Terrible decision. Because I, I've realised I've got the mentality of a child. Yeah, yeah. 
I so didn't just like, realise that. Whatever the I want to do is whatever a load of kids will want to do. So yeah. I was absolutely bombarded. I was knocking out tiles with these kids one after the other. And then the one I tried to avoid was like a Roman game where you have to make this special thing to play a game. My mate Mario just sat there, did fuck all. He just sat there laughing at me, just watching while I was like hammering out tiles. <laughs> he had it, absolutely had it off. What do you mean? What did you have to do making moments out tiles? So you have to give them like a bit of card. You have to give them some glue, all the different tiles, and help them make the mosaic they want to make. They were supposed to sketch out a design on paper beforehand but i was like fuck that and like i said just do what you want <laughs> go free i'm an instinct player yeah, yeah, yeah. um because also i need to talk about that because i'm basically josh i'm i'm genuinely this is a separate topic i'm genuinely struggling to help my daughter with her homework in year three yeah yeah because yeah. i think i'm dyslexic so i'm going to go for a dyslexia test um right to get it properly tested and find out what's going on whether i have it or i don't or what what it, what it is because there's something that i i just cannot form sentences properly in a way that a academics That's, you know yeah. institution would want it delivered either it's you know school and then going yeah. off to university and stuff so i'm really struggling and i spoke to the it's british dyslexia association the bda i think that's what it is um and um they've been like really helpful in explaining what's going on because they said that a lot of the they got they got involved before because i spoke about dyslexia in my book yeah um and and stuff so i've always been trying to like i, I try and help them right. out when i can they're, they're, they've got bucket collections so i'm doing you try to rob no one could understand what you're writing about am i right <laughs> bit of fun. Well, a bit of fun a bit of, bit of fun it's so allowed I don't know. Well, I think so. Well, if if we find out I've got it, then probably. But if I haven't, probably not. <laughs> yeah, okay. So there's a lot, there's a lot there's on a lot that test on now. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's British Dyslexia Association, and they're, they're, they're collecting money at my gigs in Soho after yeah. the show. But they, they said that 50% of their calls are from parents that are struggling themselves with their kids. Oh, wow. That's work. interesting. Because what happens is you either, you know, back, especially for our generation and, and older, especially around the 50-year-old mark, that there's a lot of people that went undiagnosed, struggle, but then they yeah. got into a job and career that doesn't need it. Like what yeah. I do really is sort yeah, of bullet yeah. points and talking. Um, and then they never realize that they're struggling until the kids bring home the homework. That's so really interesting. People. So if you are struggling, don't, you know, be ashamed to ring up and go the and British try Dyslexia your, Association. Yeah, the B British Dyslexia Association, the BDA, and they're on Instagram and stuff like that. So I'm going to do the test. I'm going to, I'll, I'll report back on how it works and what happened and stuff. And what do you know what the test involves? Not really, no. I think you just, they, you, it takes a couple of hours and you, you sit down with an assessor. But the problem is, that it's a massive way even to go privately and it's even longer if you go through the government be, not because the, you know the government are being tight however even if they threw loads of money at it at the moment there's not enough assessors yeah so there's a big market for us, people to be trained as assessors to try and do it but um i'll get some more information on it once i've done this I'm, i think i'm doing it in the new year but um anyway so that's what i realized was i went for the mosaics and tiles thinking that would be the easiest but then also all the kids did that so mario sat there doing nothing and him and his wife had booked in just for the morning then they went off for a lovely lunch and had a long oh. lunch and then come back and pick the kids up while me and Lou were doing a shift in the afternoon. Doing a fucking shift at the Coliseum. Right. The shift at the afternoon, Josh, right? The morning was fine. We'd run these stalls. They had lunch. We'd come back. Then the teacher went to us. All right, we've got 25 minutes now to... You guys are doing a play, the Golden Goose play. You and Lou? Yeah, like, but no, with some kids. So they gave us some kids. But I didn't know any of these kids. They're sort of like kids that either I hadn't really met yet on the other... Or, or like, weren't part of a friendship group. Even if you did know them, it would be no, weird. It's a bit easier when you, they've been around for a play date. You can be like, well, you, yeah, or, yeah, yeah, Also, course, they can yeah, go yeah. like, do you mind doing that? Because like, they all want to be the goose that lays the golden egg. Oh, Every God, single one of them wants to be the yeah. goose. So they're all arguing. And then 
Also, we've got this like, bit of paper. Is it just you and Lou? Yeah, in a room with seven kids. And there's like, right, 20 minutes. I was like, what? I, was, like, I didn't know what I was doing. They all want to be the goose. It's like an apprentice task. Exactly that, right? And there's one girl who got really upset because she wanted to go in a mum's group. But the school policy is you can't go in your parents. If your parents are helping, you can't be in their right. group. I don't understand why, but that's just what they do. And they're quite strict with it. So she was really upset because her mum had come in and she couldn't be in her mum's group. Oh, she's, my God. She's, cry, she's crying. And when we say what parts she wants to be, she keeps saying no, no, like that. But I was like, all right, let's leave her alone for a minute. So then Lou just goes, right, you're lined up, like, just line up. And then Lou just went in the order of the parts and how they were lined up to make it fair. God, Lou's goes, good, yeah. You're, so Lisa teacher. She's like, right, line up, all lined up. I'm going to go, you're narrator one, you're narrator two, you're the farmer's wife, you're the farmer's husband, you're the goose, Right. And yeah. then there's a part, and then we get to the, the poor girl who's crying at the end because she can't be with her mum. She's, br- she's brought herself together, but she's still a bit teary. She's not in tears, but she's upset, right? The last part, sad mask. <laughs> I don't know what sad mask is. I don't know if it's a Roman thing. <laughs> Lou just pointed at this poor girl and said, you're sad mask. And I'm <laughs> We have never nearly laughed so much. At, we didn't want to because it'd be unfair on the kids. Yeah, yeah, of we course. didn't laugh. I was like, what are the chances? <laughs> the last part, poor old Sad Mask. How, then, did, how did Sad Mask take it? She was like, I don't want to be Sad Mask. We went, fair enough. Why don't you? And then uh, 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 we invented a great little part for her because they wanted to be the golden. Why don't you take the golden egg and, and, and give it to the farmers when they have to say their line. So she was almost like this yeah. new part, which was ferry yeah. in the egg. And then basically yeah. me and Lou were sad masks, which basically is all the cheering and booing. It's the best bit. I, I would honestly, Lou literally just pointed at a child that was upset and said, you're sad mask. And it was like, it's not okay. And how did it all play out? How was the play? I'd say, it looked like a play that had been put together by strangers in 20 minutes. <laughs> and that would be that would be complimentary. That was that was fun to be fair. It was fun to hang out with Lou, went for a nice lunch and stuff. Um, and she uh was talking about what the girls keep calling her now, Josh. Because yeah. she's been quite stressed the last couple of weeks because we've had both parties. So we had yeah, a very yeah. stressful day where I went and collected a cake for my daughter's so we had the, the, the oh, sleep heard the party. About then the following Saturday, my daughter had a party in a hall because she's a bit younger with her schoolmates and some entertainers. We ordered a cake from Cof- Coglands. We like Coglands. Coughlins. Coughlins. Is it Cof- it's got a G in it, but it's Coughlins. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. I've been calling them Coglands. Anyway, Coughlins, South East London Bakery, do vegan stuff and all, especially when you've got kids with dietaries, yeah. they do like these vegan cakes. Anyway, we wanted a blue one. They do these drippy cakes that have like chocolate coming down the side. We yeah. wanted a blue one. So Lou said, I have one without the chocolate coming down the side. They sort of said, oh, that will make it a bit wobbly. It got a lot lost in translation. Long story short, I'm driving the cake home. It just slides off and just, it doesn't stay together, right? So I get home, the cakes, the cakes, it's, un, it's unsalvageable. It, the cakes, what I like to call completely fucked. <laughs> Where had the cake been on the drive? Footwell. Footwell. Flat as a flat as before, and also in the other flat footwell, as a pancake. Flat as a pancake. In the other footwell is another cake for my other daughter's birthday because her birthday is on the actual Friday. But we've pushed all their parties back a week so that my daughter had a, a party five days before her birthday. Then she had a birthday. Then her other daughter had a party the day after my other daughter's birthday because her birthday is in a week's time. Yeah. So we've all shifted it slightly. So I'm picking up two cakes. One's absolutely yeah. fine. The other one's slid all over the place. I ring Lou. I go, Lou, we've had a bit of a disaster. 
the cake's fallen over. And at that point, I hear her scream, fucking hell. I'm like, all right, okay, we'll, we'll sort it. Georgie, Georgie, you know the dog? She's walked in, Georgie has eaten an entire advent calendar of chocolate. <gasps> dogs and chocolate. Toxic to dogs. Right. Toxic to dogs. With an immediate vet check. However, Lou's found a little hack with the chocolate eating with dogs. Basically, when you go to the vets and you tell them how much chocolate they've had, they add it up and put it into a toxicity calculator, which yeah, you can yeah, find on do, Google. Yeah, yeah. So we're saving ourselves a couple of quid. We're on the old toxicity calculator crew. Anyway, yeah. so she's put it in. Basically, it says medium level of danger. Keep an eye on your dog. If your dog looks starts to vomit or looks unwell, take him to a vet. But just keep an eye on the dog. So it's basically yeah. not danger, stomach pump yeah. li- limit, okay? Yeah. So she's done that. The cake's everywhere. Lou's lost her absolute mind. Also, I've discovered that the girls, when she's get stressed, say, don't say the F and the H word, basically. And then my daughter said, hell. And I said, it's the F oh. word, the naughty virgin of fudging. Because they listen to Little Lion, you know, Little Lion Man by no. Mumford and Sons. He goes, it's not your fault, but mine. Da, oh, da, right. I know da, that song. Da, yeah, da, yeah. I really fucked it up this time. Yeah, yeah. Didn't know. And I played it once without realizing it swore so much, and the girls loved it. But I've taught them that they just, they just say fudged. Right, yeah. yeah. So they yeah. said, but mum says fudge in hell, but the naughty version. <gasps> and, my, uh, and Lou went, no, I don't. No, I don't. They went, yes, you do, mummy. You whisper it when you're stressed. Ha, 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 the dog's eating a load of chocolate. So we keep an eye on the dog. We've locked him in the thing. Anyway, we run Coughlin's and Lou, we, we, we buy all our stuff from Coughlin's anyway. This is, I'm not, we don't yeah. mention them because no, no, we get yeah, freebies. Yeah. Um, we, we rang them and then sort of know them. And he rang up and went, why well, just message me next time. We'll sort out the cakes. But me and Lou always ask, like to do it properly and yeah. pay for everything. And then that yeah. way you can, you know, anyway. Yeah. So he went, don't worry. Um, it's got a bit lost in communication. You need the chocolate on it to keep it secure. I'll bring you another cake to the party. So he sorted all that out. He's in South London anyway. So we've got yeah. all that sorted. And the dog's fine. I took it. He, he was fine, the dog. Took him on a walk the next day. Did about 15 watery shits. But apart from that, he's on fine form. Yeah. yeah. The chocolate's passed through. What do you do with a watery dog shit? Well, at the mo- well, where, where we walk is through woods and they luckily for us do their shits in the middle of the woods they run off uh, so we're on uh, the, the rule yeah. is if it's on the path pick it up but if yeah. he does one in the woods 50 yards away that yeah, no yeah, one yeah, walks yeah, through yeah, yeah. yeah. that's You're just fine. shit city to me that's you know yeah, yeah. there's sometimes me and I will some that are on the borderline where it's not on the path but it's sort of in view that if you were yeah. to stray I still pick up because I'm a public figure I can't take that risk yeah, yeah. If cool. I wasn't on the telly, I'd leave that shit there. However, <laughs> I don't want to be known. I don't want someone to be watching me. You know me. what, Rob? It's a little bit of the old telly tax. It's, it's a, a little, little bit of the telly tax. <laughs> I don't want to be in the jungle in 10 years' time and someone goes, I'm not voting for him. He left a shit near a path. <laughs> so I'll pick it up. Anyway. 10 years. So he's been, I can see the watery shit from afar. It's also as well because they keep going. Then they're hanging their ages because it doesn't feel like they've done a poo, so they're confused. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So, um, dogs alive. We've got another cake delivered, but Lou's at this point is sort of like a, a slight, um, slight break, breaking point. Um, anyway, next day we get up, um, go to the party. Party's all good. Have a really good time at the party. Kids, it all works perfectly. Lou's still a little bit stressed and on edge, but we're getting to the end of the, the, the yeah. busy period. And then we come home and then have a lovely day, lovely day on Saturday afternoon, chilling, watching the football, 
She lived with the kids. Anyway. Yeah. My daughter, my daughter last week, she went, well, she went into school on the Tuesday. She had Monday off, went to school on Tuesday, really ill after the Tuesday. So she was off Wednesday, Thursday, went back in Friday because she had no temperature. She was fine Saturday. Sunday, wakes up with a temperature and crippling stomach pain Sunday morning. Like severe, bent over. She never gets a bellyache, double, ah, yeah. doubled over, like oh, wailing, right? Like yeah. real bad pain. And she said, where's the pain? She said, it's coming from here. She showed Lou. Lou went, it's coming from a right side. This oh, is no. appendix side. Oh, been there, mate. Right. So I was like, okay, she was coughing all night. So I thought she had a bad stomach because she was, was maybe yeah. taught, like spray, like strained a muscle or, you know, when you cough loads and loads, yeah. you can damage your stomach muscles, can't you? But when, as soon as Lou said, no, she showed me it's coming from the right side, I'm like, right, let's get to the hospital. Because so, like, yeah. I'm not going to let this wait. Get to the hospital. We get there. She's in the car. Even when I'm driving fast, she's in pain and stuff like oh, that. Oh, God. Get to the hospital. Now, the the nurses and doctors that we dealt with eventually, amazing. Absolutely yeah. brilliant. I do think, though, that immediate – because you basically, at the hospital go to, you go to urgent care, and when you're in yeah. urgent care, you get seen in about 10, 15 minutes, and then they decide, do you wait for the GP, or if it's an emergency, you go to A&E. So. Yeah. You can't get to A&E anymore now unless you go in an ambulance right, yourself. Right, right, right. You have to go to urgent care. They assess you. And, it, and it, do you know what? It's a much better system. So all good. Yeah. However, the two people at reception at this urgent care, you know, there's a sign that always says, please treat all our staff with respect. They're at work right. and we will not accept any sort of, you know, abusive yeah. language or aggression. Totally get it. I'm always... Super nice, super polite. However, I do think these receptionists should have a sign on their side that says, <laughs> these people are good citizens and good humans. Do not treat the many like the few. Do not treat this yeah. person like someone that spat at you last week, because that's not me. The, yeah. the, the anger you get from these people in reception, just like... They basically say with the eyes, what the fuck do you want while you're here? <laughs> and my daughter's like screaming in pain, right? So I get, so I say hello, right? And and like, she's a, there's a big sheet up. There's a, she's got a mask on. She's talking quite quietly and she's trying to get my name. So I give my name and my address and then she said mobile number. I give my, mo- my mobile number and they say next to, and, they, and she went, that's not the right mobile number. I was like, well, it's, it's my number. She went, who's the next to kid? And I was like, well, I'm Rob Beck. I'm Rob Beckett. Her dad and her mum's Lou Beckett. She went, yeah, that's who the next to kin is. I went, oh, okay, fine, but that's my that's my number. She went, we've got to leave it there. What? I went, pun. She went, got to leave it there. I went, got to leave what there? She went, got to leave the number there. I went, what do, what do you mean? She went, oh, I can't change the next to kin number. I went, no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not telling you to. You just asked me for my phone number and I gave you mine and you said, why is it different? And I said, well, that's my wife's. And that's what I've said. And she went, go through. Anyway, so I've sat through. I'm like, this, well, this, this person's mental, right? We sit there. We go and see the first nurse who looks stressed to fuck, but she's quite hard to communicate with. She wasn't really listening to what we said and stuff like that. And she, I think she was kind of, she was like, she was saying like, oh, does, does she, does it hurt when she passes urine? I was like, no, but sometimes she has pain down there every now and again. So, and she was basically going down the urine urine, urine infection, but I knew it wasn't a U, uh, U, yeah. UTC, where it's UTC. I knew it wasn't that. Yeah. And, and anyway, she went, I had some cow pole to the, and, I, and my daughter was like, I don't UTC want cow is pole. a comedy club. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fair right. yeah. U, U, UTI. UTI, yeah. that's the one. Anyway, she went, have some cow pole. My daughter went, I don't want cow pole. I don't want cow pole. And then the woman was like, 
No, I just say, if you've got pain, have some cow I'm like, we're not kicking off outside Weatherspoons. I know, I understand you're under pressure, but these are, you are dealing with an ill person. <laughs> so she's a child. In the end, my daughter went, I don't want any, I don't want any, I don't want any. And then she went, have some. I went, you've got to have some. So she had it. And then within about 20 seconds, my daughter vomited all over the oh floor. Oh, my God. With the oh, cow my pop. God. So then that sort of livened up the lady, and she sent us through to a and That's could happen in a way. Well, yeah, exactly. And then but also my daughter was absolutely loving it when we got to A&E. She was like, I told her I didn't want any and I didn't think well. <laughs> and she made me have it. And guess what? Vomit on the floor. <laughs> She's giving it that. <laughs> right? um, anyway, yeah, so so we uh, we get so we get through um, to A&E then we wait to see someone. Basically, it turns out she did all the tests and it, it wasn't appendix because when we examined her, all the pain was coming from the left-hand side. What? I was like, well, that's weird. I mean, what did you tell mummy? And she went, I showed her this side, I showed her this side. Then I remembered, Lou doesn't know her left and right. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Disaster. So we've been, like, rushed through, like, appendix pain. I'm oh, like, yeah, it's on the right hand side by the appendix. Blah, blah, blah. Oh god! Anyway, so we get there. However, we needed to, we she needed to be seen because what she was in was really it? bad pain. So what was is basically that she said there's a viral respiratory infection going around, kind of thing that isn't COVID, but it's really bad. Gives yeah. you a cough, makes you really run down and exhausted, and a really mm. high fever and temperature. Which she keeps she keeps having a temperature of like forty degrees when she yeah. does too much. So we were chilling in the thingy, and basically there's um. Uh, lymph nodes in your, you know, there's lymph nodes in your che- cheeks and neck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the yeah, gland, yeah. Your gland, yeah, like yeah. lymph nodes. Are called. Glandy, when you get glandy. Exactly, but there's also some in your abdomen. That right. When you get this, a viral infection, they become swelled, swollen and inflamed oh. and can cause pain. That, coupled with coughing all night, will make them really sore. And because she coughs all night and then in the day she doesn't cough as much, it will, it will, it will be that. And they did a... a um, we had to do a wee test as well to make sure there was an infection. And I had to explain to my daughter that she had to wee into a cup and she just found it the most hilarious thing ever. <laughs> and I was like, take your trousers and socks and pants off. So I'm in this cubicle while she's pissing in a cup. Um, and yeah, and she basically examined her and did everything. And basically when you get these viral infections, it can affect that. So it can cause pain in the abdomen. that will be worse in the morning because she's been up all night coughing. Right. And just keep an eye on it. And if it spreads or comes back, but we rushed her in because we thought it was on the right hand side, but we were right to send her in to get her all properly checked out. So she's on bed rest now. Um, and because she does seem better and doesn't have a, a temperature, and then we send her back to school, and then she's completely fucked again. So oh, we're just God. making sure she's properly recovered. So that was our little trip to A and E on Sunday morning. Oh, it's the dream for the kid, isn't it? Isn't that? It's great if you're a kid and you have to stay home, but you yeah. don't feel that bad. Fuck well, it out. Well, she's all right to sort of like watch her iPad or lay in bed. Yeah, yeah, but she's just knackered. Exactly. Oh. Sometimes when I'm busy, Rob, I think that's the illness I want. <laughs> Just, yeah, to, to pop. Do you know what I was thinking? Because we've all been, like, lose. we've all been ill. I was like, I'd, I'd have loved a little circuit breaker. A little. Oh, yeah. Little circuit breaker, the bit of illness been lovely, but and but luckily yeah. she's got she and I think as well we've been doing like it's been her birthday. She had a, a sister's party at the weekend. Sharky and George, I'd say, unbelievable party entertainers. If you need good party into Alfie. Um, and Jake from Shark and George, big up. They're so the kids absolutely love them, but it is mental because there's some kids in the class that are a little bit more reserved and quiet. Yeah, and their games you literally just run around screaming, go mental, which our kids love. But so you can see some of the kids like, "What's going on?" And some of the parents, <laughs> like, "This is mental." But it was really good. So 
we are battling through now. We've got a few more days of school left. Heads down yeah. to Christmas. Head down to Christmas. Nice chill and relax at Christmas. But yeah, it was. It's been a busy couple of weeks in the Beckett household. But I'm feeling a lot better. Yeah. I had a good sleep last night. We get we're, we're, we're shaking it, Josh. But um, do you know? Yes. Do you know we were so close, but you've come to a halt. Mm. I thought we're going to do two episodes of Rob Solo here. This is. <laughs> I was like, this is the easiest week of my life. You've done nothing. You've, you, you've nodded and do you know what? You've oh, chipped in with some absolute... I've chipped in, I've chipped still, in, I've kept the ball in the air I'm still and I've enjoyed myself. From you saying that your ex-girlfriend is Dua Lipa. Well, there you go. Um, should I check if anything's happened to me? Yeah, tell us what's been going on with your, your week and your kids. Your daughter's off unwell. Every kid's ill. It's mental. Was she unwell? I don't even remember, Rob, Yeah, anymore. Oh, and she's sick, and then she was absolutely fine, but couldn't go in for a couple of days because she'd what been sick. What does Rose curfew mean? Is it your uh, curfew? You're not allowed downstairs after nine if she's no, there. No, we, we were going to a party. This was, is the thing. Yeah. Because I drive now to the parties that we go to. Yeah. We didn't go to the party in the end because um, my daughter... Um, because we've been away a lot and my daughter's been missing us and we needed to. So was this an uh, adults-only party? An adults-only party. Yeah. Christmas drinks. Christmas drinks. Christmas drinks. And I found myself saying to Rose, I'll drive you, but we're leaving at 10pm on the dot and yeah. you've got to come with me. And I felt like her dad, Rob. Really? So did you, how did you respond to your strict curfew? And, and was it a floating idea or was it an instruction? It was an instruction. Oh, it was an instruction. You're getting so powerful these days. You're getting well, really I don't know if I am. I don't know if I am, Rob, because in the end we just decided not to go to the party because my daughter didn't want us to go. Well, so I, I, at the end of the day, well, it did. I, I worried that I haven't got a social life, Rob, when we didn't go to the party. It I really think, hit me hard. What, they didn't go? Cause well, no, I think you make a decision, don't you, whether... Like, well, it's just you've got kids, you can't just keep leaving them all the time because you feel bad. Then they, exactly. also, they're fun to be with. It's not like a break. And exactly. also, at the age I... where they know and care, it's not like when you've got exactly a, a, an 18-month-old that once they're asleep, couldn't give a shit. No. But when they're older, they want to see you and stuff. And because you've got a lot of, we've both got a lot of work on at the moment, you're away more. But that's yeah. good. I think that's nice to hang with your kids. And... It was. It was very pleasant. It was very pleasant. Um, we, um, we've got our tree up now. Nice. That was... Real one. Real one. It's too big. One of the seats on the sofa, you have to watch the TV through the tree like you're a peeping Tom. <laughs> is that fun for a bit or is it? Well, it depends what you're watching, obviously. Baywatch. Uh, yeah, bit kind of topical reference we go for, Rob. Um, we went away for a few days. So me and Rose, and we're very lucky that we get to do this. Two or three times a year, Yeah, we like to just have a, a weekend where we can go away and kind of re-remember what, we're like without children. Right, okay. So we went to Scotland to Glen Eagles, yeah. and I, I'm going to bring up an issue I've got with Rose. Because okay. we, we're looking to get Rose and Lou back on the podcast, aren't we? Yeah, they need to come back and just do a little round. Cause, and I think, you know, have a right to reply to certain things like yeah. the appendix, the fact that Rose yeah. may have left you, things like that. Yeah, that kind of thing. We get on the train, Rob. Yeah. Rose, I've realised, has this thing she does when we get on the train. She'll... Peg it to the to our seats that are reserved. Right, okay. And Peg then she'll a great word, by the way. Yeah. She'll, so she'll get our seats and she'll sit down. Yep. And then she'll be like, Are you alright to just put all this stuff? Cause I've got the seats. Are you alright to put my coat up there? 
to put the bags. So basically, she'll treat you like a little butler servant once she's sat down. What she'll do is she'll she'll take the job of getting the seats. Yeah, but I think the, the seats have already got if you're stood the, near the seats, them. The seats have been got, Rob. They've, they've reserved anyway, but on top they're of that, reserved. you're stood next to them putting yeah. stuff on the top. So Exactly. I'd exactly. say that I'd say the job she's doing has been done by AI. Yeah, I I would say we're way ahead of her on this. Yeah, that job that job's redundant. I, her sitting on it makes no difference really to what's going to happen in the next five minutes. No, so exactly. she sits there and then passes you things to put up. Yeah, and that annoys. And I stand bit. there. Well, it annoys me a lot, Rob. I've realised. I've realised it annoys me a lot. Yes. Because I suppose um, in the start of a relationship, you sort of do that to be quite gentlemanly and like... Yeah, 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 of course. Oh, that, that, hey, little lady, let me pop your coat up there, a tiny little yeah, coat. Yeah, but little now little... I'm like, oh, you, what, get your fucking charger yourself. <laughs> so she'll ask for stuff to get out the back. So if so, is that at the beginning? Put or the bag saying? up, put the yeah. bag up. Oh, yeah. sorry, can I have my charger? Oh, for crying out. Okay. So you have to get back up to get the, so is she by the, window? the window seat, the angle of the window seat is too far below the shelf above you. Yeah. So the person that's got the aisle seat is basically on bag duty. Right. But then I suppose if it's just a charge at the beginning of the trip, or is it constant? But I'm faff. I'm the faff, Rob. I'm doing all the faff. Yeah. I, I, I think if you're sat in the aisle during the trip and she wants something for the bag, I think it's easier for you to just grab it than you to get up, mind out the way, yeah, and then hook it up. Yeah, However, I do agree that she could maybe put her bags up when you first get on the train because, the, 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 as we discussed, the seats are got. The seats have been got, Rob. The seats have been got. There's a red light above them. We can all yeah. see it. We can all see it. Anyway, we went away. We went to Scotland. We got lost, on, lost on a golf course. You got um, we got. Lo- we went for a walk on a golf course. Yeah. And they said there's a it's a closed because it was snowing. It was it was incredible. It was snowing. Yeah. Um, we went for a walk. They said there's a cafe at hole nine. <laughs> we walked. I was in new trainers, so they were rubbing because the um. <laughs> Are they waterproof? No, they weren't waterproof. No. In the snow. In the snow. Well, it was like a light settling of snow. Yeah, I know, but I think you've got to put waterproof shoes on for the snow. Yeah, I think so. Oh, I've hiking boots. I've got another. In, do, you want, do you want another little issue I had with Rose? Yeah, this please. Yeah, we had dinner and it was snowing outside the window. It was spectacular. Lovely. And I said we should go and crunch in the snow after this. Yeah. Yeah. A euphemism of walk. That Friday feeling, crunching up. Quick crunch up. <laughs> Have you ever crunched in the snow? I can't imagine anything worse. No, the order. Oh, the abs. The I tell you what, the tra- you want to go on top when you're crunching in the snow. Yeah, that's also, for sure. I think the lube would freeze on your dick, and that's horrible. You look like something. <laughs> you look like being dipped in icing. Um. Anyway, sorry. Sorry. Not that I've thought about it. <laughs> Carry on. So what for a little walk in the snow? Like yeah. Oh, she didn't want to go out because it was too cold in the evening. She's like, we can go for a walk in the snow tomorrow. Yeah, it had slushed up by the time we went for the walk, Rob. We just wanted a little wander around the hotel in the. I evening. just wanted to crunch in the snow, Rob. Did you, can't you crunch on your own? Well, it was quite cold. We <laughs> had a lovely time anyway. We walked to the end of the golf course. Yeah, the cafe was closed, and then we had to walk back. Oh, two and a half hours. Two and a half hours in your little rubby shoes. In my little rubby shoes. Um, 
I had a massage. Lovely. Okay. Yep. My first issue with massages, Rob. Yeah. Is when you finish the massage and you're relaxed and they go straight into doing the big sell about Oh, about like these are the best things for your skin. Yeah. And you're like, mate. I'm fucking sat here topless. I'm trying to relax. I've just had an hour's worth of relaxation. Now I'm basically in the body shop being You're given the big topless. sell. What are they trying to sell you? Protein shakes? <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't need that. Oh, we don't need that. We had a lovely relaxing time. Nice. Came back. It's been a it's been a lovely do you know what? It's been a pretty a stress-free. I'm this is such a good Christmas, Rob. Why? The ages are so good. Yeah. That I'm already worrying about the, the passing of time. And Yes, I think I think you just have to block it out and then accept that once it, they are it, older. Does it you come into your mind at this time of year? Well, when I was doing Roman Day, one of the kids come up to us in front of all the other kids and said, I don't believe in Santa. It's not real. Your parents do it. My parents have told me. Yeah. Do you know what I did? Yeah. Yeah. Spat in her ears and Ed Bider. Things like that won't get you far. No. I just said, oh, don't you? Well, I believe in him. The same way some people believe in Jesus. Some people don't. Some people are Hindu. Some people aren't. Some people are Sikh. Everyone believes in different things. And then the girl was like, I'm Hindu. And oh, really? My friend's Hindu as well. Yeah. And we started chatting about Hinduism for a bit. (laughs) And I'll tell you what, past Ganesh ain't got a lot. He's called Romesh. <laughs> Wonder why he keeps looking at me funny. <laughs> yeah, I'm worried about I'm worried about the passing of time. It's bad, Rob. Just try and block it out, really. Have you got much Christmas you going Lapland with them in Ascot? We're doing you- so much. We're doing what, else, so- what Christmas stuff you got lined up? We were going to the Elton Christmas lights, but it was oh, cancelled. Yeah, but it was cancelled due to bad weather, so we've had to oh. reschedule that. When is it? And the, we- the weather, I'm going to well, say... You're going whenever. It wasn't like a special no, time. No, go- we were going on the 14th, but now we're going on the... I think. Oh, um, nice. I don't, don't, let's not say that. I don't want... Okay, so- I don't want a mad fan to come and assassinate me at the Elton Christmas lights. <laughs> I doubt it. I doubt anyone's listening going, we'll book it for then. We might see Josh. <laughs> it's nice, Elton um, Palace. It's near me. Yeah, I'll look forward to that. Um, we're doing loads of Christmassy stuff, Rob. We're doing um, Panto. We're going to the circus, not incredibly Christmassy. But we didn't do enough last year. I don't know if you remember, last year was my eight days in the park in the row. So I'm trying to... <laughs> You're trying to... Well, I think you in your defence, like, I gave you a lot of shit for that. However, when you've got a really young kid and they yeah. love it, it's sometimes whatever's the easiest thing to do is you what you do. Now exactly. he's a bit older, you can go, let's go circus, because it's fun rather than just exactly. ball late. So you're making up for it. But I'm, and I'm looking forward to hearing about all these trips out, Josh. And then I've got um, Lapland. We're going to see Bluey. Um, we're going to the Panto. I'm going to see Bluey as well. I think we're going the same day, Josh. Oh, that's a lot of fun. That's, that's nice, a lot of fun. It? Yeah, and I need Maybe to ask you this, Maybe we could squeeze in a little Pizza Express after. Oh yes, please. That'd be yes, fun. please. That would be nice. Lovely you'll have to trip. take you'll take take the uh, orders of our children first, so that they can't change them on the day. Yes, I'll be screaming in your daughter's face. Actually, your daddy picked margarita, so you can <laughs> kiss that spag bowl goodbye, little one. <laughs> um, Rob, I've already planned my new year, and it's Wait. it's low key. This what's is your, the new what, me. What, what's your low key? What's your low key new year? Going for dinner at friends. 
I'm Josh. We do nothing for New Year. I I've yeah. got no I, no part of me. I think maybe the only thing I could do eventually is I might start throwing parties at my house for New yeah. Year's Eve when the yeah. kids are a bit older and I couldn't be bothered. But at yeah. the moment, I just I, I probably won't do. But then New Year's Day is fucking shit. We had a party last year, and you're starting the new year cleaning up cans. Yeah, but I I I, I fundamentally I've, we spoke about this a lot. Hate. Anyone that says on the 1st of January, I'm going to do this, do it now or you'll never do it. No, no, no. I'm not saying change it. No, I agree. I hate that whole New Year culture of New Year, new me. No, fuck that. Same year, same you. Either change now or never change. I agree. But you just, it's just shit when you wake up and your house is a fucking tip. Totally agree. So, I might rule that out, but uh, do you know something else has been, and maybe it's because I've been tired this week and not well, but I, you know what I hate at the moment? It's just a flick on Instagram, I go on the stories, and I see these grinning twats that are either telling you how to live your life with the amount of middle-aged men I'm seeing and getting ice baths. Fuck off. Fair enough. It's got health benefits. You like it. I don't need to see your little disgusting yeah. chicken bodies getting in and out of bathtubs because you're trying to prove something to yourself, you lunatic. The other ones, van life wankers. Oh, I live in a van What's now fun? and I've got a dog and I cook eggs on the side of a cliff. Oh, fucking who cares? Jump off it as far as I care. Oh, look at me. Well, fuck it. If it was that good, would you spend all your day editing videos about it? What are you? you following rob they all come in they all come in i don't know where they're coming from they're just an algorithm telling me i think i'm moaning a lot so my life i think my algorithm's telling me to get in an ice bath and live in a van that, oh, that, that, that screams to me homelessness and no central eating the thought of li- I'm, I'm not i'm not up for living in a van i don't mind ice baths i'm thinking about getting one because i enjoy the sensation when i go to spas or gyms or any place that has them i really like doing them no problem with that. Keep it to your fucking self. That's all I ask. Don't tell me about it. Don't film it. How does it, it work? Well, if basically, you've got an ice bath, is it constantly an icy bath? Yeah, so it's, you leave it in the garden. It's like a little inflatable tub thing, and you can put ice and water in it, and you put a bit of chlorine in it, I think, to stop it going all weird and dirty. Um, but then you basically get in it after a workout, before a workout, because it basically – it's good for your mind because – yeah, in that five minutes of being in that ice bath, it's almost forcing you to meditate because all you can think yeah. about is breathing because you're so cold. And yeah. it does have health benefits where it repairs cells and all that bollocks. Fine, I'm not disputing that, but you don't need to tell anyone about it. Yeah, thank when you. We, when we went to when we went to the hotel, Rob, yeah. right where I had the shreddies, yeah, um, they had like a sauna and yeah. a jacuzzi. What did you just have a sink wash? Because you hadn't had one for <laughs> what wouldn't you normally do at home? Shreddies in a sink wash, flannel up the armpit, wipe the ass, get back at it, get on that golf course. I just crunch, crunch. But but everything apart from the jacuzzi, everything was single sex, right? Right. So me and Rose, we we had a jacuzzi, yeah, and then we were like, we'll go in the sauna, and then we got out of sync, and we were like, meet back in the jacuzzi, and then I went back to the jacuzzi, she wasn't there, and I couldn't contact her, so I went back, I did a bit more sauna. Oh, that's a bit annoying, because you want to be in yeah. with your partner, aren't you? Yeah, and so, basically, we were cut off from each other, like the Berlin Wall or something, <laughs> right? And there was a j- jacu- there was a sauna, and then there was a, a steam room, and then there was a relaxation room, and then there was a cold shower room mm. and you remember all these things, but you could only meet at the jacuzzi. And whenever I went back to the jacuzzi, she was never there. And it's I a bit like your house. My... <laughs> Are you sure she's not leaving you? 
I'll meet you back at the jacuzzi. Sure. <laughs> I had to go up to one of the women that worked there and say, could I get a message? Could I get a message to the other side? Yeah. <laughs> Could you pass the message on to the blonde woman who's called Rose, who I think will be in the in the sauna or the steam room or somewhere, to tell her I'll meet her back at the hotel room because this is I've given this up. Is impossible. I've given up. I can't. I can't relax in the sauna the because I'm always thinking. Do I need? Yeah, the message did get to her. Yeah. Yeah. But I couldn't relax, Rob. No. The I, whole I'm... time. I was thinking, do I need to be back in the jacuzzi to meet Rose? I do find sometimes when I go to, if I'm away at like a spa place, if I'm in the right mood, it's the best place ever. But sometimes I'm literally just doing it because I have to. Because <laughs> you're like, <laughs> I've got to make the most of it. I, I can't come to a spa hotel and not do everything. So, like, okay, have I done enough in it? Right, next one. Have I done it? Well, actually, I probably would have preferred just going to sleep in my bed in the room. Yes. Yeah, totally. But we had a lovely time. It was an incredible place. Um, right, here we go. Josh, I've got some uh, small business shout-outs for you here. Oh, is it Glen Eagles? No, it is not. Hi, Rob and Josh. Love the pod. I have a 19-month-old and another due in three weeks. Please get... Yeah, great. Good luck. Congratulations. Um, This is Maddie. Maddie says, please, can you give a small business shout-out to my dad's family history business, Family Story UK? He researches not just the people, but the stories behind them. A bit like, who do you think you are? There are a range of different packages and prices starting from £20. Gift vouchers are also available, which make it a great present. Further details can be found at familystoryuk.com or Instagram at familyhistoryuk1. Keep up the good work, Maddie. Hi, I wanted to write about my husband's new business. This year, my husband created Tom's Tennis Tots. He leads tennis-based classes for two to four-year-olds and their parents that focus on developing your child's skills in a number of areas, including hand-eye coordination, moving patterns and social capabilities through storytelling. All content is created based on physical development, not statutory guidance for EYFS. Don't know what that means. So you can be assured that your child is receiving the most up-to-date and relevant teaching Tom is a level three LTA. That's the Lawn Tennis Association. EYFS is early years foundation stage. Ah, there we go. Tennis coach and qualified PE, that's physical education, teacher, and has been working within coaching and education for over 10 years. The first set of sessions are in a village near Farringdon. That can't be Farringdon in London, is it? Probably not. He's looking to add more sessions across Oxfordshire. As the demand grows, Oxfordshire it is. So if you're interested and want more details about Tom's Tennis Tots, follow his social media page, Instagram, Tom's underscore tennis underscore tots. Facebook, Tom's with an apostrophe, Tennis Tots. There's no apostrophes on Instagram. The link to book onto classes can be found on either of those pages. Thank you. Stay sexy and relatable. Leah, Tom's Tennis Tots in Oxfordshire. Founding is near the Cotswolds, in, in between sort of Oxford, Swindon and Sirencester. Absolutely lovely. Lovely stuff. Um, Josh, I'll see you next time. See you later. Sorry for chatting shit for so much, but I had a lot to say, Josh. Busy time in the Beckett house. Busy time. See you later. Bye. (laughs) 